Oh, you're, you're ready to do okay, this podcast? No, we're not going to start it like this, man. <laughs> had a really hard day, a really rough day. This is my way of ignoring my real life problems in the form of doing a fun podcast with you. So thank you. I appreciate you taking the time. Welcome to, to the Art and Span Show. You can find it on all podcasting formats. Uh, I like enjoying, I, li- I very much enjoy interrupting art. Like I wait till his mouth opens and he takes a breath to say something. Right. And then boom, pop right in. It's and the least of my like... problems today. It's okay. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> First of all, public service announcement to whoever the big dumb idiot is that keeps plugging the employee bathroom here. Listen, I plugging the employee. It, what happened? Uh, we have a toilet issue here. Okay, wait, you're talking about that one right that over one there. That one right there. It's yeah. not plugged. G- leave the podcast right I'll now and go right flush now. it because I just half ass plunged it and it wouldn't. No, go ahead. I'll leave the door open too. Live on the podcast right now. Will it flush? I didn't unplug it all the way. There you go. Who's right? Art's right. See? It is plugged. Thank you. That makes me feel. It worked just fine for me. I know, but here, let me say this, okay? We have some serious plumbing issues here. For one, uh, let the verdict remain true. It is plugged. It is plugged. And I I just used it, and it worked fine for me. So So, I don't understand what's going on. And I put it to the test, my friend. I know, I know, but here's the deal. Span, you seem like the type of person to where, let's say a toilet is plugged, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If it was your doing, you're undoing. I would, I would undo it. Yeah. Right. If it was maybe someone else, would you undo it? No. Okay. So I come in here mornings. For the record, though, I have plunged that toilet more times here in this building than I've plunged any toilet I've ever lived in. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's like I'm, I'm kind of confuzzled. You're so used to it. I wouldn't say used to it because it's not a. It's nothing I get used it to. It sucks. Whenever I have to deal with somebody else's organic matter inside of a toilet, my stomach and my eyes have a real big fight and yeah. both lose. Well, because you know, I mean, and this is going to be a very crappy conversation, okay? So if you're eating oh! right now. Yeah, did you like that? Thank you. If you're eating right now, I would suggest that you just stop eating for a second. Okay, stop. Why do you have to make it all long and drawn out? The reason why podcasts are 45 minutes long is because you do dumb stuff like this. I just wanted you to feel the full girthiness. Oh, I felt it. I felt all the girthiness. I can't wait to wear in a hunting blind and you do that and scare all the deer away. Anyway. That's that's not going to. We'll talk about that in a second. But here's the deal. When when you use the bathroom as an adult. Yes. You use enough toilet paper to get by. I learned at a very young age that you can very easily plug the toilet. I was at my grandma's house. I plugged the toilet. I was like, Grandma, there's water everywhere. You just keep flushing, though. And, and, and yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'll flush again. And it overflowed, and it was terrible. And I learned a lesson that, listen, if you could do it within three wipes, try and get it done within three, okay? Like, let's try and, once you're completely done. Who on earth can do that? Who on earth can do that in not three? all of us sit on the toilet for 45 minutes and turn it into a talk show, okay? It doesn't matter. I will It doesn't matter. It's not even... Who on earth goes back there three times and can call it good? Okay, regardless, okay? The size difference between you and I would suggest that I probably need a little less toilet paper as opposed to you. No, no, not necessarily. Okay, regardless, okay? If you're working in this building and you don't know how to unplug a toilet, I will gladly teach you because the one thing that I hate doing more than anything is when it's 7 o'clock in the damn morning and I come in here to work, I got to do my morning crap. I do it every morning between 7 and 8 o'clock. It's like a religion. I go and I pray to the porcelain gods. I use the bathroom. I get done and I... I go to flush the toilet and it's plugged from the person before. Unplug the toilet. It's not always the person before. There was actually a problem, I guess, with somebody flushing paper towels. This Why? Was, what type I, of I, monster? I don't know. How stupid do you have to be? To, for one, to, to try and uh, flush down the toilet tampons or women's... Uh, no, stop it. Stop it. Also... It, 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 it just use the proper amount of toilet paper, people. It's not it, it, stupid people doing stupid things gets the toilet stuck. That's all that it is. Be a responsible adult. I just went to go urinate. I go to flush it. And I was like, well, my urine's not that powerful to plug the toilet. Okay. So regardless, please, for the love of God, if you are listening to this podcast and you work in this building, please take care of your business. 
Moving forward on uh, the podcast, which was yesterday, the reason that we're doing back-to-back podcast episodes is because Art's got a lot on his mind, and Art wants to use the power of the po- Oh, you have a lot on your mind, so we have to do a podcast. Art? That's the impetus for these podcasts. The people want to know, okay? Okay, I'll tell the people. I want to do a podcast every day. I can't do Art, a podcast it, every I, day. I, 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 exactly. Which is why when you say, uh, I have a lot of things, I'm like, uh, what's the, what? What? I treat what? this as a, let me be honest, this is work, but this is a form of enjoyment, okay? Work comes well, of before. of course it is. Work comes before enjoyment. So I get finished with my stuff for the day. I have about 45 minutes before I have to leave. So yes, let's do a podcast together. There's also an event that happened yesterday that I would like to talk about in great detail and kind of pick your brain and see, see, you know, we spend a lot of time on this podcast figuring out who Art is. And listen, I want to take a back seat today. I have enough content in my head right now in my personal life to fill four hours worth of content. Okay, but four I don't. Hours. I don't want to do that today. Four. That's uh, a four. Just four hours. For just today's content. Okay, but regardless, I want to do a study on you. I want to figure out why you are the way that you are. Okay, so yesterday, towards We've the, been the, through this before, and it inevitably, know, inevitably gets back to you talking about yourself, but go ahead. Well, God, listen, it's another thing. Put it on the list of things that I'm working on, okay? I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Okay, okay, go ahead. So yesterday we did a podcast in which we talked about Span uh, and I, our hunting experiences, and both shared stories. Of which I have none, and I refuse to add to that Okay. To that, to so that large So at S. the end of the podcast, wait for, I'm waiting for him to punch the door. <laughs> he triggers my PTSD. I'm not joking, man. I will be sitting, so, in full transparency of what's going on today, it's ADD Radio in the full aspect and form. Oh, that's so um, different from so everything we've ever Terry done Terry has before. this thing that he does. It's a Terryism, and Terry is the operations manager. He is the- uh, Brand I call, manager uh, for Q106 Yeah, brand well. manager, uh, the king of Q106, okay? He makes the decisions around here, and I understand that. Here's the deal. There is a time every day where Terry comes in, and I know that he comes in because he- pushes open his office door until it hits the wall, and then he shoves his keys on the floor. I always think that he's mad, okay? And then on top of that, the way he opens up this Q106 door, which I'm right next door to it, I in my office is like a makeshift. Not to make it about me, but just to paint the picture. Oh, no, it was going here anyway. And my office is like a makeshift studio that's been turned into an office. Now, it's his makeshift office that is a studio. Yes. But go ahead. Yes. So here's the deal, Okay. When Terry goes into the Q106 studio every single time, he punches the door. Punches it, like, to open it. Am I correct? Yes, that's what happens. It triggers my PTSD, and it triggers the days when my dad would beat the crap out of me when I was doing something bad. Oh, not when he had you outside uh, trying to find a blood trail no, in no. the dark? That, that was when I was a good with boy. With bears hunting yep. your prey? But anyway, so uh, make a long story short. Terry, if you're listening to this, which I know that you are, uh, please, do not trigger my PTSD. Can we lightly push open the door? Can we lightly just... Instead and now of, you know he's gonna drop kick it like oh, an yeah. 80s tag yeah. team yeah. Now style. Now I know I've got it so much worse. He's gonna he's DDT in that door. <laughs> he's, he's, he's giving it a at choke it like slam. The rockers, man. Yeah. Marty Chinetti and yeah, and the other dude. So just... here's the deal. Um, yesterday during the podcast, we shared the hunting stories. Got done with the podcast. Span goes and does his thing, which is usually ignore me until it's the workday's over. And I went into Terry's office and I said. Hey, man, uh, we just talked about hunting on the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. It's been since I was, I gave him the sob story. I broke it down to him. Uh, but why did you give him the sob story? Because what did you want to do? So at first, I wanted the day off to go hunting, which we're in a ratings period during that time. And, and trying to get vacation during that time is damn near impossible. Yeah, and I understand completely. But I said to him, hey, I'd like to go I'd like to go hunting. It's my first time in forever. I don't take vacation days. I don't. If I'm out of work, it's because of a family issue. Um and that's that's what it is. So I asked for that day off, and then I thought about it, I was like, wait a second. What if we turn this into an idea, an experience? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, what if Span came with me? And we turned this into Art and Span's trip to the Great North, and we turned this into a hunting experience. Now, at the time, when we were talking, if you go back and listen to the podcast that was done yesterday, you didn't have like that much hatred for hunting, but you could tell you didn't like it. You could tell that it wasn't. Yeah, it's not my thing. It's not your thing. I didn't realize until 
See, to me, my brain is always going. My brain is always constantly, again, not to make it about me, but my brain is always going in the form of what can we do to better this show? For the record, you're the only one trying to say not to make it about me. Just stop saying it, bro. It's going to happen. Should I embrace it? Yes. All roads lead to Rome. All conversation threads lead back to lead back to art self-examination. But I don't like that, though, because it makes me seem like this just should be called the art show with Span's special guest host. No, I want to crack open your brain a little bit. You, I don't have to be talking about me every minute for this show to be 50% mine as well. But if that makes you feel better, I'm more than willing to chat about myself. Well, thank you for gifting us with your talent of speech. I don't make it often, but, you know, it's good to do. <laughs> So anyways, I, I, tell Terry, I tell Terry, the ruler of Q106, I say, listen, we we don't really have a whole lot going on for the hunters. And Lansing is conveniently located right in the middle. Yeah. To where anything north of and Lansing. A straight shot north. Yeah. Anything north of Lansing is hunting territory in my mind. Like, uh, you know. At, depending on who you ask. But yeah, I mean, yeah. And and even like Jackson area, there's some great hunting property out there. Regardless, there is hunting property. But everyone knows uh, up north starts at Pinconning. Exit 181 on 75. There is a land. That is the marker for all things north. I will not debate this with you. It is the truth coming from a Michigander. All right. And a true northern Michigan gander. All right. Anything north of Pinconning. Where this property is located, I'm not going to say exactly. I would just say it's located in Kalkaska. Okay. Okay. Kalkaska is a couple hours north of here. And so while talking to Terry, I okay. thought I thought to myself, dude, let's have some bonding time. Let's have some brother time. Some one-on-one time with Span and myself. We'll vlog the whole experience going up north. I've got property up north. I didn't clear this with my father until last night, by the way. We talked about this yesterday. I figured. I sold him out to the wolves as saying, like, oh, yeah, we got the spot. We got this net. So here's the deal. <laughs> I tell Terry, hey, let's let's try and get some spot. Span needs gear. We, you know, we need we need sponsors for this. We can't do this for free. You know, we need some people to come on board so we can give some shout outs and, you know, do some stuff. The inner workings of radio. I like how you totally recode how we had this conversation. You just wanted to do it. I said, I need some gear because I'm not doing this for free. And then I turned it into, we need some gear. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I, I In full yes. disclosure, the only thing that I have is a rifle. That's it. I don't have camo. You don't, I don't have like the one. Isn't there like a camo one piece suit? I don't that have that. covers you from like. Nope. Head to don't toe? have that. I literally have okay. zero pieces of camo or orange in my closet. Do they have ones that even have the footies at the bottom? Like That'd be they, great if they did. Yeah, like I'm totally cool with having yeah. like a total onesie. Yeah, like hunting. So, thing. so here's the deal. I told Terry I opened up to him. I was like, "Listen, man, I just want if I could go." And then it turned into, "Can Span and I go?" And then it turned into, "Span said absolutely not." So I turned the video camera on. We did the video. In which you said 5,000 likes, which, yeah. to be honest, is such an unachievable mark in in social media land. If you know anything about social media marketing, getting 5,000 likes on a post, it's extremely hard. It's extremely difficult, but mostly because Facebook tamps, tamps down your exposure. Right. We currently have 12,000 likes on our page. Yes. Even if half of them unlike. Right. I mean, not un, not unlike, unfollow the page. Yes. That still leaves... Uh, over 6,000 people who should at least see the post. Should at least see it. Facebook only exposes your post to a certain percentage based on traffic. So in order to keep getting that exposure, it has to keep hitting a new group of audience people with interest. No matter how many times you share it, no matter how many times people see it, you have to hit a certain level. Otherwise, Facebook is like, well, if you want everybody to see it, you could pay us. Right. And see, that's the problem is that like in a great, idea like this a couple years ago we could have easily gotten 5,000 likes now I mean I hardly post on my Facebook you know radio page or whatever because it's a waste of time dude on my personal page I have like 342 followers right Mm -hmm. I posted a picture uh a really funny tweet that I saw yeah it had like 30 likes it had like 142 people who saw it I'm like 
how did only half of the people right. that lo- that liked my page yeah. see this in their newsfeed? Like, how does that happen? I can't explain it. Ex- well, uh, yes, you can. It's Facebook. Yeah. Facebook de- deliberately tamps down the exposure, and I get it. There's a lot of clutter going on, so they manage news feeds, so not everything, single solitary thing we post is in somebody's news feed. Yeah. But at the same time, like, holy smokes, yo. It sucks. It sucks because trying to get information out to the people that really want to follow your stuff is extremely, extremely difficult. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, during the video, Span said 5,000 likes and I'll do it, but I need to be compensated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because this stuff terrifies me. So here's the deal. I want to start there. And obviously, again, to put a, uh, what is it, uh, a, a, like an FBI warning at the beginning. You know how they, like, they say, uh, you know, the copyright infringement of this program. To put a, uh, what is it? What would it be called? Uh, like a, 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 come on, like a, a jackass, they have the well, do not like try a this. Parental, oh, a do not try this. Yeah, so, so in okay. full disclosure, we are a podcast that does not specialize in uh, the art of uh, uh, politics, the art of arguing about politics or anything that can be said. <laughs> so with that being said, why... Does hunting terrify? Strangers with guns. Okay. Strangers with guns. And let's, just so we know, all cards on the table, I've read the stats. Yeah. There's very few hunting accidents, even in hunting. Like, there are situations where people get shot by friendly fire. Right. There are situations where people die. But you talk about, like, the likelihood of me getting shot in a shopping mall is higher than the likelihood of me being shot while hunting. Correct. So it's like, okay, like I still concede that. Even so, I still ain't looking to put my face in the mouth of the lion. Right. So here's my question. With that being said, and now that I have an understanding as to why you're not a big fan of hunting, would you trust me with a firearm standing next to you? Dude, like... We couldn't be cool if I couldn't trust you. What kind of question is that? I ask because the reason that I bring it up, and I would understand if you said, "Eh, I don't know, because of how spazzy I am. You know what I'm saying? How like, oh, my mind's all over the place. Oh, there's gun pow. You know, and uh, Donald uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, my God. Dick Cheney. If there's one thing (laughs) I am comforted by. It's that every white man from the north knows proper weapon <laughs> that, that etiquette. Is true. That is so true. that nozzle will point to the ground. Yes. Your finger will be off the trigger yes. along the trigger guard. Is yes. that what it's called? Trigger guard? I I it's just yeah. having trigger. So it's safety. like I'm not I'm not I am okay. I am not so concerned that's good with you at all. So with that being said, uh, let me try and comfort you before because at the end of this podcast, here's what I need. At the end of this podcast, I guess I don't need it. You can you can sit on it and, and think about it. But I would like an answer as to how much of an opportunity, how much of a possibility this opportunity is. And I want honesty. If you, if you think it's not going to happen, the, the possibility. I don't need it. Let me explain myself first. Let me let me let me try and ease your mind. I'm gonna ease my mind. There is no easing my mind about this. Like you have no amount of comfort that can make me comfortable. With Even this. if I was to tell you that, okay, let's just get back to the whole. Do you trust me with look, a firearm look, next dude, to you? Look, dude. Look, dude. Like haunted houses. Okay, I don't want to go in them. I hate them. I think they're ridiculous, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm glad people enjoy them, Mm -hmm. but I have no interest in them whatsoever. Is there an upper limit at which you give me a certain amount of money and I'll be like, all right, cool. So I have to pay you for a friendship. I didn't say that. You extrapolated that. This building has to pay me for this expression of our friendship. That's true. (laughs) Okay. So let me say this. Here's how uh, art and span hunting experience would go. We would leave Thursday night, okay? We would get up north in a couple hours. We would set up shop and, you know, either at a hotel or at my father's house. I haven't decided yet. We would go to sleep. We would wake up in the morning, still in northern Michigan, at 4 in the morning, okay? You would take a shower, rub off all of the, try not to get soap on you or anything like that. Just just get all, you know, just get clean, kind of. Don't put deodorant like, on. Like I ever, always do. Yeah, don't put deodorant on or anything like I, that. Hell yeah, I'm putting deodorant on. I use the I use the crystal, remember? Okay, the crystal that's fine. doesn't leave a scent. That's, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. see? Okay. We'd get in the vehicle, or we would start walking, depending on where we are at, to the blind. It would be you and I. We would sit in the blind, and it would be silence. For hours. Okay. Can we drink beer or something during this? Is that inappropriate? 
I know the idea of drinking beer while holding weaponry is a I'm not, bad I'm not idea. worried about that. I, I trust you as an adult and as not a crazy person that you would be fine with a weapon. My thing is, is making noise because the tsk, tsk, that makes noise. That spooks deer. Deer have a heightened sense of hearing, unlike, you know, most animals. Plus, I'm very, like, I'm very, uh, what is that? Uh, what is it? Uh, not suspicious, but um, superstitious. I'm very superstitious. To is there a way to satchel away some alcohol? Yeah, you could put it in a canister or something. Something that's not, like you could put it in this thing. You know? Yeah, this you could thing put it in that a helps on a podcast. Well, you could put it in one of the Bubba jugs for. Yeah, that's fine. You can okay. put some whiskey in there. Do whatever you want. Okay. But here's my thing: is that we're gonna go out there. We sit and it's silence for. I mean, obviously you got to pee and everything. But yeah, how do you pee? You just open the blind, you go walk, and you go pee. And like your pee, you're not concerned your pee could frighten away deer. No, not really, because it's so cold at that point that like the heat of the pee could smell. Nah, not really. You're kind of putting the smell of it out by putting ice on the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like your warm urine going into a cold ground because November 15th, it's going to be cold. It'll probably be snowing. Okay. But regardless, then you are not selling me on this. Okay. So at four, at 4 a.m. We get up, get showered, try not to put, you know, you don't want to be smelling like a French hooker. Okay. You want to make sure that you're, that you're smelling, not smelling at all if you can. Okay. You go, How do you know what a French hooker smells like? Well, there's this one time. Anyway, so you go out in the woods. You sit in the blind. Quiet. Okay? You can leave for lunch. You can leave to use the bathroom. But for the most part, it's from dusk till dawn that you sit out there. At no point would I have you sit out in pure darkness after what time does the sun set? I'm gonna say uh, sunset time. Sunset's probably at like 4:30 at that point of year. Yeah, sunset time November 15, 5:15. Okay. So at 5:15, once the sun sets, you could still. I mean, even with the sun setting, you can clearly still see outside. It doesn't get dark dark until like six seven o'clock. Wait, aren't don't deer like roam at night? Yeah, but not much. I mean. I'm not going to have you have a night scope and like once you can't. So why are we out there four o'clock in the morning? Because you get out there early enough in the morning to settle in. Because if you get out there at eight o'clock in the morning, it's bright. They're already moving around. They already beat you to it. Early is the bird that gets the worm. So you go out there at four o'clock in the morning to where you need a flashlight to find your way to the blind. And then the sun rises. That's one of the beautiful parts about going out on opening day in the middle of the woods to where you don't hear no cars or nothing. And you see the sun rise. And it's just like, man, I was here early in the morning. And with the sunrise, you start to see the lay of the land. You ever listen? I know, I know you and someone else in this building hates this person with a passion. Okay. But have you ever listened to Fred Bear? Have you ever, have you ever, you've listened to the song? I've heard the song, yes. That to me... Politics aside, BS aside about the guy, that to me, the the mood in that song is how you feel when you're sitting out there. Like, there I was back in the wild again. I know it word for word because I grew up in that environment. So when you say like, I don't trust another, you know, I don't trust random people with gun. Just know it's going to be you and I. I don't feel anything that you speak of whatsoever. Oh my God. When so you're I'm out making it all up in my head. So it's like when I'm outside... I'm like, I'm outside in the snow. I could be inside That's true. watching House of Cards That's or true. something else, finishing off Netflix, uh, Narcos Mexico on Netflix. But instead, I'm out in the snow waiting for a creature that may decide to rear its head, and then I may or may not get a shot off. Would you really shoot? Here's, here's another question. Yes, I would. You I'd would. have no problem shooting it. Okay, because I didn't, uh, uh, you know, I, I too watched a PETA video or two. <laughs> no, um, I, no, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to PETA and like all that, I, when it comes down to it on a scientific level, the consuming of your, your, uh, right. your, your sub creatures yeah. is part of what moves you up the food chain. Yes. So whether we eat meat or not, 
meat is getting eaten. Right. My the thing with PETA is how we treat the animals in the process. Right. Now they use a whole like campaign on making you feel guilty for mm-hmm. eating. And there's a whole culture around terms in which they kind of belittle people who eat animals. Right. But to some degree, I kind of agree because the way we treat our it's meat crazy. is awful. Yeah. Like the meatpacking industry Going hunting is the most humane so way. So many reforms. Well, and going hunting for deer or for other animals is the most humane it, way. It, I wouldn't say that. It depends on Compa- the shooter. Have you there's seen some that? people? There's yeah. some people out there who love to maim and torture, yeah. and there's some people who are like looking to genuinely hit the heart straight through, right? So that it's a dead drop. Yeah. Like, and good for them. So, so with that all being said, here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I ain't scared of putting Bambi on a plate. Well, hopefully it's not Bambi. Hopefully it's a buck. Oh, that's right. So, I mean, I don't care. Okay, but there's there's a discussion to be had about that as well. Like, he's shooting does. A lot of people, uh, you know, Michigan made a lottery this year. I'm a part of the lottery. I ended up getting a doe permit. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm like one of 600 people or however, you know, I forget how many were on the list or whatever. But I think that as long as the doe isn't pregnant, you should be able to take the dough. But I also understand how a female is a reproductive female and that you're, you, there's a whole bunch of population control issue and whatever. We I got this. I yes, that's not my problem. Right, that's right. the Department of Natural yes. Resources problem. So here's the deal. We go out there. We were there from dusk till dawn. Um, we get done with it. We come back. We go out to eat somewhere and we do it again the next day. Again? Wait, you're only... It, Okay, for one, the chances of getting a deer on the first day of opening day just ran. It's it's not impossible, but it's tough. Now, we're in a situation to where we'll be on private land, which means if anybody else comes on that property, we stop what we're doing. We address them by either saying, hey, what are you doing, which completely spooks the deer and completely voids that. That it's finding a deer for at least an hour because you <laughs> spooked them and they ran, okay? Right. But... We would be on private property, and we would be the only ones hunting that property. So you're not going to have to worry about anybody else who may or may not have gun control safety or some crazy psychotic issues, okay? So with that being said, I would like to do it. We leave Thursday. We hunt Friday, hunt Saturday, and come back Sunday. So it's two days, okay? Now, if that's too much for you, we could take separate cars. Yeah, this I'm thinking this is like a one-day thing Okay, for that's me. fine. That's like, fine. It's funny. You gave a whole schedule. I was like, here's what I was thinking. Go ahead. We leave. At li- I leave here at like three o'clock in the morning, and I arrive at five, and like we get our settled in by six, and then by then we just sit and wait for the deer, and then, and then by evening time we probably have some snacks, some booze while we're out there, and then whether we catch some, if we catch some, good, call it good, go get the deer process and call it good. If we don't catch anything by the nighttime, call it good, and I drive home. Like this is a single day endeavor. This is not like a whole weekend experience. Like for you, this is like, oh man, I can depart the city and go back to where I feel most comfortable. I'm like, nah, man, nah, bruh. This is, this is, I am a tourist. I am not a native, bro. So it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to stay at Disney World for the, for the year. I'm trying to visit for the weekend. And in this case, the weekend is one day up north. In the dark ass north <laughs> with no street lights and a whole bunch of people with guns <laughs> and deer that carry ticks that hopefully I don't get no Lyme disease from. Okay, so here's or the- heaven forbid I happen to touch some poison sumac or poison oak or poison. It's November, ivy. the leaves are dead. Ugh. I'm still frightful. So, anyway, yeah, that's my thinking. Okay, on it. so like, now that I know the grounds of this. Thing, Go for now it. that I know the grounds of this and now that I know your willingness to participate yes. and your willingness to grow this friendship outside of this office, which is fine. Now that I know that I've got you for. Can you wiggle room with me a little bit? If you're not going to spend the night Thursday, that's fine. I'll go up there Thursday night. Oh, I'm definitely not spending the okay, night. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll meet on the property Friday morning mm-hmm. at 4 a.m. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yep. Come on in, Josh. Hang on. I got to... Hey, hey. Oh, okay. That's fine. Hey, Josh, now that I have you here for a second, have you hunted before? Uh, bird hunting. Okay. Bird hunting? Is that... Does it even count? Yeah, that's just bird shooting. 
Yeah, I mean, but it's not really hunting. It's just shooting and killing. It's like, still hunting hard. Hunting is like for process of taking that entity home. Like, well, they, well you, you still kill. You still eat the pheasant. A pheasant. Yeah. That's like hard the, hunting too, man. That's hard. Say, and like, They're how do you quick. not obliterate the bird when you shoot it? Yeah, bird it's shot. quick. When you do just two. Okay. Bird like shot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. So okay. So sorry for the interruption, but here's the deal. That was okay. Josh, the front desk guy. Yep. Uh, which shout out to Josh. Uh, I realized what I looked like while having the triplets vicariously through him because I can like look in the mirror. He just had a kid. So I oh, can yeah, see did, by looking yeah. at him, wow, man, I looked rough. <laughs> like, he looks rough, man. He looks rough. Um, but, okay, so here's the deal. Um, if you're willing to meet me Friday morning up in Kalkaska at 4 in the morning, I know it's rough, but 4 in the morning. I, it, you know, that's what time. Actually, you know what? Here, we'll look up. Uh, when does the sun rise? November 15th. Okay, so it sets at 5.15. It rises at 7.29 in the morning. So I'll It rises at 5.29? No, it sets at 5.15 p.m. Okay. It rises at 7.29 in the morning. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll work with you. Meet okay. me there at 5. We'll leave at 5.30. They'll give us plenty of time. They'll give us an hour of... I mean, it's going to be dark at 5.30. Yeah. We go out to the property. We go... Do we lose flashlights for this? Yeah, flash... Everybody's got a phone. I don't expect you to not check your phone. How do you charge your phone when you're out there all day? You don't. Here's what I do. I get out there, and here's what I do. How on earth am I supposed to check Reddit politics? Oh, my God. No. You're. Oh, my God. Okay. I get out there, and the first thing I do after I've used it for a flashlight to get me to where I'll need to be is I'm going to turn my phone off for the day. You are going to turn your phone off for the day. It's the one time a year. I've been wanting to do this since I was 16 years old. I'm 30 now. Okay, 15, half of... You can tell how much you prioritize it, Mr. I have property up north and my own blind. You know how hard it is to get away for a weekend, especially when you have umpteen kids. Okay, You have a wife that has stuff going on. You've got, it's just, I was going to do it last year. I'm glad I didn't do it last year, okay, Uh, due to some family issues. But regardless, I will be getting out there. My phone will be off. It will be turned on again at lunchtime. If I leave for a lunchtime, because I probably won't, why would we? We just bring our food out there in like a little cooler but, or but something. But then you can't. It's all about quiet. You hope that there's a wind that day because it's give and take with the wind. With the wind. It's about to say if the wind blows your scent spooks, down the way. It, it, well, that, and that's okay. Here's the th- a couple things about the wind. It can potentially blow your scent down the way, but you just hope that your clothes don't smell like, again, French hooker. And for two, that with deer are very spooked by the wind, but it also works for noise. You don't have to be as quiet when it's windy. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of make some move. But I'm not going to be having you opening up a cooler. <sighs> doesn't have to be a cooler. It can be like a plastic bag. Here's the best case scenario. i have like a scenario. sandwich with a Here's wrap the best case. Something. No! That rapper makes noise. Rap, oh, not oh, rapper. Okay. I Rap. I can deal with that. Okay, but here's uh, here, here's uh. here's the deal. I will be out there. I'm gonna leave Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. Yeah, that's why you want to be gone. You're just doing the whole escapism. Well, it's I like, mean, part of it is totally to not escapism. be away from the fa- to be away from the families for one go. weekend out of the year. One weekend. There's 52 weeks in a year. One weekend. I mean, of course that makes sense, but I mean, I've never had children, so it's like I don't have anything in my home that I want to take a vacation from. So here's here's the thing. Except me. If you're willing to meet me Friday and leave Friday night, yeah, it's one day. We'll go get Din Din, and I'll peace out. I'm okay with that. I'm not expecting the world from you. I didn't care if you did. I was that's how oh, it's gonna God. be. Because <laughs> I'm uh, Span will let you know right from the jump. He is his own man. You are not telling him what to do, where to be, or how to do it. Well, okay? that's because first and foremost, you find it, it it becomes more special when our interests link up or timing links up. Because you does. know oh, I'm hundred yeah. percent involved mm-hmm. and when I can't be involved, Here's I'm like, what nah, I want to see you with. Nah. I want to see you without those headphones for one day. I know that's going to be hard for you. I mean... One day of having your phone turned off for one day. One day. I want to see... Because I'll give you a half day. Like, after lunch, I'm leaving my phone on. It doesn't ring or buzz anyway, so that'll be fine. Okay. So, if we could have a gentleman's agreement that you're willing to do this, give me 24 hours of your life. Okay? Less than 24. It won't be 24 hours. It'll be less, it'll be than, less 24. than 12. It'll okay. be more like 10. 
and we can get the supplies needed, which, to be honest... If we get the supplies needed and I get paid for this, okay. I don't care if you get paid. If right. I get paid right. for this, of course. I'm in this. Okay. Like, lo- logically, it, you should be paid, too. Say I... I'm not making any <laughs> pledges whatsoever. All right, so we have it. A, the Bible we, says, "Let your yes be yes and your no be no." So if my yes, can if I I'm, get a yes? I already said yes. There we go. Okay, so damn you! you I'm need gonna, like you know you need like seven layers it, of confirmation. I'm telling you, just I'm like telling a girlfriend. You, it's from years and years of Do being really used and abused. Do you really love me? I mean, you said yes, but what is yes now? Yes could mean anything. Yes could be yes, you love me for now, but what about tomorrow? So what about this? What about that? What? What? Get, ugh. Ugh. So now that I have a yes, and that I will trust that you are a man of your word and that you have not disappointed me as though everyone has because I've been coddled my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) If you only knew the truth. No, man, if if the circumstances line up and all the stars and the moon line up and everything is put in place, then I'll put my ass in a camel onesie. With like flaming orange, whatever the hell. You know how and happy like, I'm gonna be. I'm not doing. I'm not the, doing deer piss. I'm not doing. That's it. fine. I'm that's not fine. letting another animal's piss be on my body. For I don't. I'm not into the whole deer pee thing either. It's weird. man. Some dudes just be bathing it. Man, they got a whole ceremony running. I have nonsense. a pen and paper right here of the things that you're gonna need. So you're gonna need a rifle. Okay, that's first and foremost. Yes, I'm gonna need a rifle. You're gonna need. I'm gonna need the muffled headphones because shooting the gun's gonna freak me the hell out. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, I did immediately. Yes. Wow. Okay, yes. so that it kind of. I, I need the giant. I need the giant. Have you ever shot a gun? Yes, I have. Okay, that's I'm good. A pre- I'm a capable shot. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm a good one, but okay. I'm a capable one. Um, I'm gonna put your. I've shot handguns and rifles. Handguns twice. No, rifles twice. Handguns. So you're already once. ahead of the game. You're, yeah, yeah, like shooting is not the so issue. So rifle, ear protection. You're going to need at least 50% orange. The big camo onesie. Like the triple yeah. extra large camo onesie. Uh, camo. I want it to be so warm, I'm sweating in that mug. Right, okay. So, And they make them really warm. You're going to need some good winter boots. Okay. Why would I have the camo onesie? Because you need to have something to protect your feet. You can't be the camo onesie. I'm gonna have boots. Thanks to Charlotte Schuberpen. That's right. I was waiting for you to say it. That's right. <laughs> we need to go visit him end of October yes. to get our hunting boots. Yes, not end of October. Your muck, of October. muck boots would be good enough. I'm for gonna you. get my muck boots like in the next muck month boots or so. and some good uh, some good socks. Oh yeah, you got to get some good yep. warm socks. So, yeah. but then I mean, other than that. What else do you need? Um, you need a rifle. You need ear protection. Fifty percent orange. Winter boots. Uh, Deer piss. No, no, you're funny. <laughs> you can put it on yourself. You can drink it for no, all I care. No, I'm good. I'm good. Like no, thank you. Um, I'm not putting another another. You need some gloves, obviously. Purpose. Some you know gloves. Um, oh yeah, hat, gloves. Preferably an orange. But don't you take your gloves off when you're about to shoot? I mean, you can. Depends on what kind of gloves you have. Hmm. Um, I don't know what Hunter's gloves looks like. But I mean, so. that's I mean, that's a pretty easy list to get that we could probably get from some sponsors. Okay. Okay. Um, I want the DNR to come in. I want them to do an interview with us. Oh, that's that's a given. Yeah, a represent a representative from the DNR to tell us, you know, the do's and don'ts of hunting this season. Yes. Um, we can go over all. Of I that. also. Want to make sure that we go to a gun range. I don't know what gun range would have us, but we can ask yeah, around. Yeah, I would definitely like to practice shooting. Go to a gun, gun range with the rifles. Well, I'd like to shoot my gun. I'd like to practice shooting right, my right. gun. The gun that you are you are hopefully yeah. uh, sponsored enough to, to be, because guns are expensive, man. You want a good hunting rifle, it's not cheap. Um, it's not cheap, but they can afford to give me a rifle, especially as much as we're going to talk about them. Like, so, we shall not you repair! Like, shall not you repair! All right, so... We need to go. I mean, you know how much of a planner I am. This is like two two months away still. More than two months. Okay. It's not so much that you're a planner. I get excited. It's that you're a fretter. It's I like I do even if all the details are locked in 100%, you are still asking in triplicate. Yes. Weeks. Days, Why do you hours think that before. Is? Let's do therapy on art. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm oh, because that's so different from I know. everything we've I ever know. done. Believe ever. me, I know. But yeah, know. you you are. You are, for whatever reason, something in your brain has been triggered in such a way 
that you need ultimate confirmation. Want to know why? Because I've been let down my whole entire life. That's why. I was getting there, but okay, you said it. Like, you, you, you handed Regardless. me off at the pass. Regardless, let me just say that there is no... Uh, there's no way to show how excited I am for this, okay? When we have our opening day picture, you and me, rifles in hand, camo in hand, I- I'm excited. If we can make this happen. If we can make this happen. If. There's a or big if. I take a so- there's a lot of stuff in the way of this I take road. a solo picture of me and the blind with tears flowing and Lana Del Rey and the Smiths playing in the background. And me, me doing, me ticking the happy face. Ah. Like the, the is there anything? Laughing. Is there any part of you that is a little excited? This doesn't strike me as interaction. Like what do you my, mean? W- like the only thing about this that could excite me, honestly, is if I actually do take down a deer. Hell yeah, like dude! The, and and I don't mean like shoot it in his scampers. I mean. I aim just right and put it right through the heart. Hell yeah! And it drops. What if it runs? You'd be upset. If it runs, you could go get it. <laughs> okay, okay. This is a whole nother hour long discussion I'm on like, how I, that's such BS. I'm like, I just fed a bear. Congratulations. That's part of the hunt. No bears are hibernating. Jeez, you are from the city. Holy Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're just getting it. Yeah, it finally hit me. Like, man. I would be scared, too, if you were to tell me, hey, I'm taking you to a world that you know nothing about and that you are not comfortable with. I get it. I get it from yeah, that Yeah, if aspect. I was like, let's go to the room of knives, you'd be like, wait, what? Well, I'm like, yeah, it's a room full of knives. They're all yeah, over the place. You'll it. be perfectly safe, but it. it's a room full of knives. I get it. But just just know that you know we've known each other for two years. Just know. And I know this isn't going to make you feel comfortable, but you should feel comfortable. I mean, you can say it for yourself. I would never put you in harm's way. I never would. This isn't going to a haunted house. Whenever you you put yourself into a situation where there are guns present, you automatically increase the likelihood that you will be injured by those guns. Yes. Say every statistic ever. That's like saying. So I'm automatically in harm's way just just by assenting to the possibility of this going down. So nothing you say can comfort me. Like nothing and you that's say fine. can comfort so I'll just, me. But I hope that at the end of this experience, if it does happen, that you'll be like, man, I'm glad I did that. I, re- I really do. That's all that I hope for. And if we if we end up getting it sponsored and some, well, that's the only way that it's happening. I, I will I will look at my bank account and I'll see those extra couple of zeros. Oh my god! And I'll say I'm glad I did that. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you're eating some venison jerky for a couple months, you'll be happy, right? I don't know. I haven't had venison jerky in a while, and it's like venison. If I could, it get, tastes better when you kill it. If I could get all <laughs> the meat. Turned into deer jerky. God, that, you know how expensive that is. Yes, that's why I'm like, mm, I don't I know. I mean, if we get a good processing place, that would be like, hey, we'll hook like, you up. How long after you take down a deer? Like, let's say, you, let's say Miracle of Miracles, you put a bullet right through the heart, it drops, right? Mm-hmm. And you then commence to dragging the thing back to your car. Yeah. Like, how long after you drop, after you get that car, deer in the car, do you have before the meat spoils? Well, or do we field dress right out there? Well, you're going to field dress in the sense of you're going to take all the innards out. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm glad I asked. Because, That's all you, baby. Because it's less weight. I will, I, will make, I, will, I will make a video of my face watching you field dress that thing. So the thing. What do you do with the innards once you remove them? Throw them away. I mean, if you're in the. What do you mean throw them away? Well, you have to drag it to the pole barn and then you hang it up. And then what my family has done is sometimes they wait until the morning to. Because it's cold. You're preserving the meat from the. the, the, Nah, I want to field dress it immediately. Will you actually. You say I, but will you cut it open? Yeah, this is more the proverbial like. Oh, you need a buck knife. I forgot. You got to get a buck knife. A buck knife? Well, yeah, you have to. Even if you want to send it to processing, I mean, you could drop it off, I guess, but I would at least want to have it cut down, ready to go. Yo, like, we we going. Dude, I'm going to tell you what's really weird is there is a sense of. How come when you remove the guts, you can't just leave the guts out there for the for nature to take? You can. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can. Yeah, or you, you could drag throw them away. I intimated you'd be throwing them. Oh in the no, trash no, no, can. no! I mean, we've all, we always took it to the pole barn and put a, a a garbage bin underneath, gutted it, and all the guts go in there in a big heavy duty garbage bag. Uh-huh. So I mean, you could do that. Um, but we hang it up by its neck, chop the arms and legs off, you know, and and get to work. But the thing is. 
I got to tell you, man, that feeling when you shoot an animal that is as big as you, like deer are huge. That feeling, man, it's it's special. It's something that I, like thinking about it now, I get goosebumps because it's like, that's what our ancestors did to get by, to eat, to survive. And you're doing that and you're taking a life, but you're also respecting the animal enough to where you're going to use its body as nutrients and as food. And that's where I have such a hard problem with people that, you know, flatlanders or people from downstate. And it happens up north, too. It's not just like a, a, a southern Michigan thing, but to grab a deer or shoot a deer, grab its head, and leave the body. I have a huge problem with that. See, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't have as much a problem with that today because mm-hmm. the Earth is gonna repurpose everything. That is regardless. true. But like, I think you as an individual, um, like, when when it comes down to you and you taking life, I feel. You have a responsibility for that life. Yeah. If you're going to take the life of another creature, there has to be a reason for it. Like, yeah. I don't care if it's a fly right. or if it's a fruit yeah. fly. Like, now, mind you, I don't feel remorse for taking out fruit flies with a good with a jug full of red wine <laughs> vinegar and, like, putting it next to a food source and just watch them drown to their death. <laughs> I don't give a dang. But, but that's because they came into my home. Right. Out there... I leave them to their business, yeah. you know? Like, I don't want to kill things just for the sake of killing. I, I did as a kid, yeah. but now I've come to realize, like, yeah. when you, there's a responsibility when you remove life. Because in the end, the earth is responsible for moving life. Yep. The earth d- dictates over time who stays and who goes. Yeah. And you cannot predict who it's going, or God, if that is how you feel. Yeah. Um, but you cannot predict who stays and who goes? There's people who get cancer and live the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. There's people who are healthy as hell and die at 25. Right. You you never know whose turn it is. So if if you are going to intercede on part of the earth, part of your responsibility is to take care of that. 100% agree. Now, if you just leave it out there, earth is going to take care of it. Right. But I think it indicates something in you. Yeah. That you would, that you would prize the taking of a life yep. more than than the using of what that life had to offer. And and the thing is, is I was brought up that, I mean, we, my dad killed deer. We ate them. It was just, that's that's how it worked. So, I, man, I, if you can do, I'm going to be you honest, that, bro. That's a cheap-ass way to eat. Man. I'm going to be honest. If we get out in the woods and you shoot a deer and you kill a deer, I will cry. I will cry. Okay. I'll cry from excitement. I'll cry from... Being so happy that I I was able to have the experience with you. And you may look at it like, oh, that's dumb. But like being able to take a friend up to my comfort zone, let them know, hey, everything's cool, and you and you and you snag a deer, that that would be one of the best moments ever. Because it's just I had that experience with my dad, and I'll never forget, like, I was shaking. And I, and I put my scope up, and there was a buck and a doe in the background, but the uh, the buck had left, and it had been so long. And I remember my dad said, squeeze the trigger. Don't pull it. Squeeze. Give it a good squeeze, a good spring. Yeah, if you pull the if trigger, you, pull, you, move the, you, yeah, you change that the recoil, That recoil, everything goes out the window, and you miss. And I remember, pow. And I saw it hit. It jumped up, went about 30 yards, and dropped. And I remember I started crying, man. I started crying because I was like, this is what I grew up seeing was my dad going out in the woods and providing. And like, it's such a barbaric caveman feeling. As much as I doubt myself and hate myself and hate the way that I look and think that I'm I'm a bitch of a man, that makes you feel like you did something. That, but you also respect the animal in the such that you're gonna use its insides for for nutrients, and it's just it's such a barbaric, manly alpha feeling that I remember we took it, we skinned it, and everything, and and like I said before in the last podcast, before I would cut it open, or my dad would cut it open, and I would almost barf, I'd get all sick, and I didn't because I knew it was my job and my deed to finish it out, skin it peel off the skin and the hair, throw it in the garden, do everything. So with that being said, 
and wrapping up the podcast, Span, I I thank you from and I mean this. I thank you for having the courage to go against the grain and do something out of your comfort zone that is not only going to be freaking great content. I mean, it's going to be fun, dude. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a blast with it. I can't wait to take one of my friends up into my old stomping grounds and go to the places and, you know, go to the areas where I used to hunt. I'm, I'm excited. And now we just got to, I mean, we got to see if we could get the soul. We got we to list the stuff that we need. We got limited time. We got to put it together. So um, thank you for 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 uh, taking hold of it and saying I'll do it. I do appreciate it. Thank you for humoring me. In the meantime, you have plenty of time to think of something that you would like to do that I've never done before. I don't know what it would be, but you don't. Have, I don't need an answer right now. I have no idea. Think about it. But you've got that time to do that. Man, what would it be? Skydiving? No, I can't go. I'm too big. Like, oh. m- most skydiving skydiving companies have, like, a 250 limit for the tandem really? jump. And a solo jump requires, like, a certain level of equipment and experience. Could you imagine us tandem jumping together? Who would be on the bottom? No, a tandem jump with an instructor. I would who, not tandem jump with you. Who would be on the bottom? You you know that answer. <laughs> you ain't even got to ask. You know that answer. <laughs> I ain't backpacking your little ass. <laughs> so with that being said, hey, listen, if you've got some places that would like to like to uh, get this ball rolling and sponsor Art and Span's terrific, excellent, uh, extreme hunting adventure. Northern Exposure. No, no, I don't think we can use Northern Exposure because it's copyrighted by the TV show. Yeah. But we'll come up with something. Yeah. We need a name for this. We've got plenty of time. I'm just excited that you have uh, accepted to be a part of this this episode. Uh, I like how you say accepted to be a part of this. I can't say I'm accept- I'm. You've gotten dragged into this, and, I, and you're I, not fighting too I much. I have consented to participation. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is more like a gangbang. Like, like, I'm like, I haven't done this before, and I'm a little uncomfortable but I'll try it because I've kind of been, I've kind of had a, an interesting life. Yeah. So like, I'm not scared of the extra three guys. Okay. Okay. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> this episode brought to you by Charlotte Shoe Repair. Charlotte Shoe Repair. I can't wait we, to get my muck boots. Yo, seriously, we're going to need to hit him up because we I need, need some I gear. need to get them and I need to get them broken in as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah, you do. Because like how much hiking is it to the deer blind? Not much. Literally, I'm going to tell you right now, less than a quarter of a mile. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Okay. Like the driveway ends, you've got to walk behind the house and through the woods, do less than a quarter of a mile. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, you won't even have enough time for your calves to start to get hot. Like it's it's not All that right, far. Cool. Um, but yeah, Charlotte Shoe Repair. I'm wearing my Thorough Good boots right now, and they make me feel special. Let me tell you, I feel like a certified badass. Those things look tight, dude. Like they look like crisp. Yeah. Like, this is the bottom of yeah. Them. Walking over asphalt. And I only wear else. them a couple times. Uh, 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 I've had them for a couple weeks now, and I've worn them three times. Um, I want. I want to protect these. I want to take care of them. And uh, you know, once once I get a pair of like fall hunting boots, I'm not worried about that. Those can get messed up, mm. and you know, uh, those will be the daily wear during the fall. But these are like the. I, I I'm feel. I woke up this morning. I was like, I'm feel. Actually, I, last night I set them out because I'm like, tomorrow's gonna be a good day, and today's been a complete crap show. But <laughs> we got to the bottom of some stuff. I'm excited, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Follow us. Uh, follow the adventure on Facebook, either uh, at Art and Span Show, at Q106, uh, at Artemis. There's all these different social media at platforms. Mighty Span, we're everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And uh, thank you so much. <laughs>